For many, this time of the year brings on memories of joyful times, of camaraderie with like-minded kids, of days spent under the bright summer sun in blissful play. We're speaking of Little League Baseball. In any town or city, there's a coach, invariably a parent, endowed with the patience of a saint as he tried to teach easily distracted kids the basics of a game that often befuddles adults. Then there were the kids of all shapes, sizes, and abilities, some taking the contest super seriously, while others muddled through following butterflies and waiting for the post-game pizza and ice cream. And then there were the hats and uniforms, usually ill-fitting, but proudly supplied by a local hardware store or a drugstore owner, eager to merge civic pride with a bit of advertising. And if all the stars align, your club could make their way to the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where they might get the chance to play a group of kids from across the globe for a peek into the ideals of childhood. Not to get all Norman Rockwell here, but if you've seen what Little League Baseball has become, it's easy to yearn for those good old simpler times. Now, some of the changes have been for the better. There are, for instance, reasonable restrictions on the number of times and days a pitcher can pitch so as not to exploit or harm young arms. And one of the best changes is that little girls can fully access the field of dreams just like little boys. Nine years ago, Monet Davis, a 13-year-old from Philadelphia, took the country by storm when she became the first girl to win a game and throw a shutout in the Little League World Series. Last week, 12-year-old Stella Weaver of suburban Nashville became only the second girl ever to score a run during the World Series. But all the breezes of change that have swept through Little League Baseball are overshadowed by the tornadoes of upheaval that have shaken the game to its core. We all should have learned lessons from the 2001 scandal, where a supposedly 12-year-old boy from the Bronx named Danny Almonte shaved two years off his age with the help of his father and coach. But according to the Washington Post, the message of doing whatever it takes to get ahead still holds sway. The Post reported that a pair of attorneys have alleged that a coach of a Northwest Washington Little League team has lied to parents, officials, and other coaches about the eligibility of kids while attempting to poach some of the best players for his league. The coach who has coached and umpired in D.C. for over 30 years, strenuously denies the allegations. The Northwest team was eliminated short of reaching Williamsburg, but the fame and attention now attached to what was once just a kid's game make it likely we haven't seen the last Danny Almonte or his like. And that's how I see it for this week. You can reach us via email with your questions and comments at sportsatlarge at gmail.com. And follow me on threads and Twitter at Sports at Large. Until next week, for all of us here, I'm Milton Kent. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the games. <laughs>